Welcome back to the Tell Me Sis podcast featuring your two favorite sisters. Alex. And Kyla. <laughs> We're a little rusty because it's been a bit of a minute since we've recorded. Um, first of all, happy 2023. Happy 2023. Happy I New Year. I can't believe it. I can't believe. It's so weird to me because when I think about 2020, I'm like, wait, that was like we were just 2020. I know. And now, three years for later. some reason, it feels like it's the beginning of 2022. I know. But it's 2023. <laughs> Anyways, time is flying. I feel like since COVID has started, these past three years are just a complete write-off. Yeah. Well, the first year especially, the first year I was like, what's going on? And then 2021, we were like, okay, it's going to be normal. And then it wasn't. And then last year was at least for us, was kind of back to normal, but it didn't feel that way, I guess. We'll get into all of the nitty gritty. I just feel like time is flying by these past three years. Yeah. It's weird because in the moment, I remember feeling like this is so long. Like this year yeah, is so long. Yeah, the first, the 2020 was a really long year, but then like at the end of it, I was like, wow, that flew by. I know. I think that happens a lot though with... um time but anyways um i hope you guys had a really good holiday season i hope you took time for yourselves to do things that made you happy i hope you ended the year on a good note um we are gonna today well we're gonna talk about uh kind of like our i guess 2023 resolutions but i don't like to say resolutions because i never stick to it as well as like if you know, when I was younger, I'd make a New Year's resolution, like literally the week later, I would break it. So we're going to talk about our goals for the new year and also stuff that we did in 2022 that we were proud of, but also things that we can improve on for the new year. And I just feel like this is like, it's good because it's a new start. It's a fresh start. Yeah. I feel like January is like the Monday of the year and it's like a time where we can really start fresh so um, before we get into that are there any updates since it's been a while so the last time we recorded was what two weeks ago uh no because I took two weeks off so it was three weeks ago oh my gosh that's why I'm so rusty yeah um what has happened in the last three weeks (laughs) I mean we had Christmas we had New Year's there was just a lot of family time a lot Mm -hmm. of food relaxing time off I had a little bit of a health scare at one point yeah um that freaked me out and everything's fine knock on wood yeah we're gonna just you know knock on wood (laughs) um but yeah besides that just a lot of relaxing (laughs) I feel like if you're like I don't even remember what I did this past three weeks it's it's one of those it's the time I always say this time between Christmas and New Year's is like you don't even know what day of the week it is. Although I think you worked during between or did you have that off? I had, yeah, there was like some days that I was still working that I had to go in. Cause I know, so basically the reason why I took these two weeks off is because where I'm from, I don't know if it's like this everywhere, but it's construction holiday. So my parents both work in construction, like the business. So they uh, had the two weeks off. So I figured, you know, normally when we were in school, we would get those two weeks off and it's just a very big holiday time for a lot of people so I decided to take those two weeks off and then I forget that like some people actually still work during that time obviously I'm not an idiot I know people still work but it's like one of those things where I was in this weird limbo time period with my parents and Dan and Arkham and it was really fun but 
it went by really quick, but also felt like a long time. Um, yeah, these two weeks actually felt like it was a really long time just because yeah, of like everything that everything, and there were yeah. so many like events that we had planned so basically for christmas we this was the first christmas first of all that i celebrated since 2018 with my dad's side of the family so um we usually always did growing up christmas eve with my mom's side of the family so her parents and like all of her cousins and our aunts and uncles and all that stuff um would be christmas eve at night and then christmas morning would be like with our family opening presents and then we would go to my dad's side of the family at night so with all my cousins and everything like that um and uh, as you get older obviously people start their own families and have their own lives and have different families and stuff so it's a little different now but because of covid and because when the first year that i was pregnant i couldn't like do a proper christmas so it's just been a really long time so i was really excited to have a somewhat Christmas even though there were a lot of people missing it was still nice did you enjoy yourself yeah I did I was super excited too because it was our first Christmas with the family obviously like there was a few family members that weren't there just because they're not even in Montreal right now but yeah I had a lot of fun and the food was obviously the best part (laughs) food's always the best part um but yeah it just felt really good to be with family again and you know yeah it was during the holidays festive it was like cozy yeah it was very cozy I, I i love christmas it's my favorite holiday yeah and then um that was really fun we actually had a lot of events planned like with even with our community's friends and stuff so we were just super busy it was i was like oh i'm gonna take these two weeks to relax and to yeah right with a toddler literally the busiest two weeks of my life and then he ended up getting sick which like we it was tough because then he wasn't sleeping and he was miserable and we were like oh, oh my gosh baby so it was just, it was a lot, but I'm very excited to get back to work. I feel refreshed. I feel a lot um, more motivated. And if you're watching on YouTube, you're probably confused as to where we are. We're still in Kyla's condo. We're trying to figure out a different filming location. This is not going to be it, but it's tough with these new mics to like sit on the couch. It's like not that comfy. So we're looking into doing something, but if you're confused, we're still in Kyla's condo and her cute little we're at the kitchen table this time yes (laughs) okay so should we get into it yeah let's get into it i'm excited for this me too i'm excited i feel like i'll start okay okay so when i was writing this um a lot of the things that i i noticed that i want to improve on are also the things that i'm proud of myself oh interesting so like they kind of like tie in together where it's like i still need to do improving on these things but i'm also like proud of the progress i've already made that's yeah that's amazing actually because it's growth so uh the first thing that i wrote down for what i could improve on is um the self-doubt that i have Mm -hmm. and like basically the fear of the unknown um especially more recently i've been going through like just a really big transition in my life and kind of trying to like figure out the direction that I want to go in and what really brings me happiness, what I want, what I don't want. Um, And I was having a conversation with dad about it and he was just kind of like thinking out loud and he was like, I wonder like, what is it that, like, is it me and mom that maybe we coddled you too much growing up? So then you, you have a lot of self-doubt and you, you have like this 
crippling fear of like the unknown like what is it and I was I was just kind of like reflecting on that and I was like because I'm I'm an anxious person and um it just makes me like scared to make big decisions in my life because I don't know where that decision is going to lead me to and I don't want to look back and be like oh my gosh I shouldn't have done that I should have done it this way but at the same time it's really good to a make mistakes b get out of your comfort zone take risks take risks and so um I need to kind of just get out of my head and stop having all this self-doubt and just make a decision for myself that I know will be healthy for me in the long run that will help improve the mental state that I've been in. I also think it's, first of all, I think that's really amazing and I could relate a lot to that. I'm sure a lot of people can, but it's also a lot more common yeah. than we think. Like, I don't know very many people that are going to make a decision and be like, I'm so sure about this because X, Y, and Z and like this is what I need to do. I think most people get to a place in their life where they feel really kind of stuck and lost and frustrated and not happy and that's when they feel like okay I need to make a change but it's not simple it's not easy life is not easy and the fear of the unknown will always be there because we don't know the future so it's it comes down to do you believe in yourself in order to push yourself and do you believe that you will be rewarded? Because yes, I do believe that anyone, if they put the time, the effort, the hard work, and they find something they're passionate about, like they can make something for themselves because it just, it, it will work out. Exactly. And it, it's not even, it doesn't even need to be uh, like a huge decision that is like something that you're so passionate about. It could even just be as simple as like, this situation isn't bringing me anything it's it's doing nothing for me besides uh giving me anxiety so So how like what what do I need to do in order to get rid of this anxious feeling well there's this option there's this option and there's this option and you could kind of just like write out okay what's the worst that could happen this and then what right you know yeah um and like everything will work out in the end and that kind of ties into something that I'm really proud of all the the work I've done to um just see things in a more positive way and just like have faith like everything will work out it will be fine it's not the end of the world like Mm -hmm. just get out of my head you know yeah sorry my voice is really raspy do you want water yeah actually I'm gonna make myself a a coffee really quick (laughs) but let me just finish this okay okay um and then um also the patience I've built for myself like Like, I have a lot more patience with myself and the way that my brain works. And yeah, I just, I'm not as, I'm not as hard on myself as I once, as I once was. That's honestly, I'm really really able to like get out of my head now and be like, okay, no, this is how I am. I'm working to change it. But like, if it takes me, I don't know, another few years to fully get to where I want to be, that's fine. Yeah, there's no there's no rush in getting anywhere. Honestly, I always say this, everyone's on their own timeline. It's one thing to say things and to give advice. It's another thing to actually apply it to your life. Yeah, and it's it's <laughs> funny too. I was thinking about this. Like I I see so many videos. Like I've I've been watching a lot of TED Talks recently mm-hmm. and listening to podcasts and just like very motivational things. And I was like, it's crazy because what they're saying in these videos relates to me 100%. But like when you hear someone else talking about it, for some reason, I have this bad habit of being like, yeah, but 
their situation isn't as bad as what I'm going through just because like I'm hearing them talking about it and like but I'm not them you know so it's like you don't you don't actually realize like how someone feels in a situation even though you could be going through the exact same thing yeah because you can does that make sense it does because you can also give advice and someone can be like, oh, but like you're saying, you, nothing's as bad as what I'm going through. But you actually don't know what that person's going exactly. through. So exactly. it's like, you know, everyone it has their shit. That's just what I'm going to say. Everyone yeah. has their shit. Everyone goes through the struggles and battles. And yes, some people have it worse than others. It's all relative. But the point is when you're feeling so down and so lost and you're going through something that is bringing you so much sadness you can relate on that level of that feeling. Yeah. Regardless of what is causing that feeling, it's still that feeling that you're relating on and trying to get out of. So I think for me, I I split it up between personal and business. These were like my oh, resolutions like slash goals. Yeah. But also kind of going into what I was doing in the past that I kind of want to let go of, that I'm not proud of, etc. So the first thing for personal, but this also kind of goes along with business, is like no more disclaimers in life. So online or in real life, like I just said, I find myself always being cautious with what I'm saying because I'm always scared to offend someone or, and I second guess everything that I say. And then when I say things, I like think about it afterwards. I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have talked about that or maybe I shouldn't have said that. And it's like, you know, everyone thinks differently. Everyone has their own opinions. Everyone has their own life. And if I'm saying something to somebody, whether that be in real life or even online, it's not up to me to make their perception of me what I want. Yeah, exactly. Because someone else's perception of you is their reality and there's nothing you can really do to change that. I mean, obviously, if you're being really rude to someone, that's a different story. Like, it's it's more just like if I'm... Just being yourself and yeah. with having like a pure, like pure intentions. Exactly. Like, you don't mean yeah. to harm anyone. You're just being yourself. You're saying whatever it is that's coming to mind with like knowing that like okay like this shouldn't be offensive and it's obviously there's a line like you're not just gonna I'm just gonna go to somebody and be rude or be mean or condescending or anything like that it's more just I know who I am as a person and if I'm saying something that someone might not necessarily agree with that does not make me a bad person I feel like I shouldn't have to always have disclaimers being like oh big disclaimer but like this is not what I mean or this is what it's like you know what we all just think differently and we are different people and you will never know someone else as much as you know yourself yeah so even when people talk to me and I'm like oh that was like a little rude or something I'm not sitting there like wow they're a horrible person and like they need to take accountability for blah blah And so I just felt like for so long of my life, especially being online for so long and having to always give disclaimers for things like, hey, guys, like I'm going to talk about this, but just big disclaimer, like I'm not saying this is about about everyone. It's just my personal experience. It's like that just I'm literally going to let go of that because I've been dealing with something this past year, which I will eventually talk about. um, And it's just it's been really hard. And one of the main reasons why I haven't brought it up online is because I was always thinking in my head like, oh, I'm going to get not even backlash. I'm just going to get people's opinions that I just don't want to hear. And I feel like if I do speak about it because I'm not a professional, I don't want to say anything wrong. And I feel like I'm gonna have to make all these disclaimers. Like this is my personal story. And I'm like, no, this is my life. This is my story. I'm, if I decide to share what I want to share, it's from my perspective. And I feel like people online or even in real life that I'm talking to, it's up to them to, you know, take what they want from it and not just like 
shame the person for their yeah. experience in their life. And and that's something that's really been hard for me, but I, I'm really letting go for 2023 because I'm like, we don't have time to always have to give disclaimers for everything. No, exactly. And you've already done like um, a lot of improving on that even like when we did our maybe it's not necessarily like you weren't giving like a disclaimer like this is just our personal but like when we were promoting uh the sex toy company balesa yeah you know i was like pleasantly surprised that you in the end decided to go along with it because i thought for sure like it's gonna make you too uncomfortable like you're scared of like the backlash that it's gonna get and whatnot and i obviously didn't want to like force you to do something that would make you feel really uncomfortable but when you said yes you would do it in the end i was like oh my god that was honestly one of the big steps that a goal that I have for 2023 is to get outside my comfort zone with things that not even online, but in real life, talking about things, being more open to my sexuality and to just different things in general and not being so nervous to talk and open conversations about topics because I'm scared of someone's opinion on it or I'm scared of someone like judging me because at the end of the day, like whether or not you're online, people are going to judge you. Yeah. So it's it's and it's not up to you to change their mind. Yeah. So it kind of just ties in with what I was saying that what people think of you is really just their problem at yeah, the end of the day. It it really is. And I know I know if you're listening to this and you also make content online and um you're scared of what people are going to think of you, like this is the advice I would always give myself. It's kind of like people are going to say things no matter what you do. So why even worry about that? If something brings you joy, then you should do it because it's bringing you joy and it doesn't matter what someone else is saying because that's their life not yours exactly someone who's really happy with themselves and their life at the end of the day too isn't going to spend that much time going on your on your stuff and like judging you or talking about you and things that you're doing like the people that do that the most are the people that are the most unhappy with themselves yeah it's really just a reflection of themselves you have to remind yourself that i know it's hard but yeah it's def- like i'm definitely the kind of person where i really like i hone in on that sometimes and Me I'm, too. I'm just i'm oh, here we are giving advice and we're like no but it's it. it's true though like yeah the advice we're giving is true and we're not saying that it's gonna be like oh overnight you're just gonna switch it's definitely a process but mm-hmm. we're a lot better than i'm a lot better at least like i could speak for myself than i once was in the past like now i don't really care as much that's good. I have moments, but yeah, I think for me, it depends. Like if I'm talking about something that I'm already kind of not even insecure, maybe a little insecure, but like nervous about or stressed about or insecure about, and then people are kind of pointing it out more or like being kind of rude about it. it that's when it really affects me because I'm like, OK, I'm already so anxious about this. And now you're like pointing it out even more. And it's just like it's hard. That's why I feel like. I don't want to feel like that anymore and I'm taking steps in order to get to that place for my own mental health. Good for you. I'm really happy. I'm really happy for you. Proud of you. So something that I was proud of in it kind of ties in with this is is doing the Belessa sponsorship. Yeah. Like going outside my comfort zone and doing that because it was something in the past that I would have been like, oh no, this is going to affect my business and like, I don't want to do that. I'm nervous. What if companies see that and they don't want to work with me because I'm like talking openly about something that is a bit more on like the taboo side, which is not on, I've been now aware it is not taboo and it's something that I'm actually trying to get out of that mindset that I've been put in from a very young age because it is 100% healthy to self-explore and it's actually very good for you to do that 
And there was just a lot of shame around it, which we've talked about in our podcast when it was all about that, if you want to go listen. Um, But yeah, that is something that I was very proud of myself for doing. And yeah, it was like a good first step in the direction that I'm trying to go in. Also, I feel like if anything, it would be better for businesses, like when they go on your page and they see stuff because you're all about women empowerment and like body positivity and just like self-love in general. And that ties into all the above. Like, Balesa ties into all of that. Yeah. But also, like, I am a human being. And, like, this is one thing that I have to... I'm going to talk about a bit more in depth later. But I feel like people forget that people online are also human in the sense of, like... It's so true. We can make mistakes. We can also contradict ourselves. We can also make decisions and change our minds. Like, you also change, like, who I was a year ago is completely different from who I am today. So it's, like... And and that, like, everyone is like that. If, I know. You're, if you're not constantly changing, you're just Staying not growing. Like, yeah. So, it's not normal. And just because I switch my mind or change my mind or, or think one thing one way that you really resonate with and then I say something else and you're like, but you said that before. It's like, okay, but I'm still, like, I'm still processing it. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. Yeah. And I'm not perfect. And that's one thing that I think on my social media is when I got pregnant, I was like, I saw myself in a completely different way when I gave birth. Same thing. I was like, my body is literally amazing. And I felt this deep rooted love for myself. And I still do feel that in so many ways, but I've also kind of gone down a little bit of a a path of feeling insecure, like honing in on those negative comments of people like saying mean things about me and it's gotten to me again. And I'm like, oh, And I feel a little bit more insecure. And then I'm like scared to talk about that online because I'm like, well, no, because I promote certain things and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, I'm a human being. Yeah. I can feel insecure about something else. I can openly, you know, talk about wanting to eventually get a a breast reduction or a lift or something like that and not feel like that is me being bad because I'm now going against what I've been promoting, if that makes any sense. So it's like at the end of the day, I'm still human. I'm still on my own journey. I'm not perfect. I can promote self-love because I've really genuinely loved myself more than I ever have in my life. I still do struggle with body dysmorphia at times. Like that is something that I don't think will ever go away. But I'm like, if I was at, you know, like a 20% back in 2018, I'm at like a 92% now. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's not gone, but it's just so much better. And plus like the people in your personal life, like, me Mm -hmm. I know for a fact that everything you're saying is genuine like you really have done like you ever since you were pregnant and gave birth like everything that you're promoting online is not fake yeah it's it's true so I could say from a personal experience um my sister isn't bsing anyone on social media (laughs) thank you (laughs) you don't have to do that though (laughs) it just like bothers me sometimes Anyways, like for you. The sister, the sisterly love. We love the respect. Thanks. Okay, so next thing that I want to uh, improve on okay. is um, not staying in my comfort zone as much, which kind of ties into what I was saying before, like the self-doubt and the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Something that I do uh, when I'm like, when I have a lot of self-doubt and I, I'm worried about like, you know, the change and whatever, as much as I love change, because I actually do really embrace change. Mm-hmm. I love it. But like that initial step that you have to take the to scary, make the change. The scary step. Yeah. Um, it it really freaks me out. But then eventually I, I do get to a point where I do it. I just force myself to do it. Um, 
but until I get to that point, I, I've noticed that like I really stay in my comfort zone and I've gotten to a point now too where um, because my anxiety has been a little bit more elevated than it has been in I would say the last two years. I don't know. I've, I'm always an anxious person, but like especially more recently, I'm just a lot more um, vulnerable, I should Unsettled. say. Unsettled? Yeah, unsettled and like vulnerable. Like I'm I'm in like a very vulnerable place right now. Okay. Um which makes me like kind of um not want to get out of my comfort zone if that makes sense. So like I won't I won't put myself in a lot of social settings. I will like go to work and then come home or I'll go to like mom and dad's or I'll see like my select few friends that like I could be around that genuinely make me feel really comfortable like I don't feel like uneasy when I'm around them are you saying you want to be around more people to get outside of that like social bubble that you're no I it's more general than that like just in all areas of life I just don't want to stay in my comfort zone so the second like I'm in a situation and I'm just getting to a realization that like this isn't serving me. It's Mm -hmm. not doing anything for me. And even though I don't know what the future holds, I need to make a decision to make my mental health better. Right. Um, And so I just need to like, you know, not stay in my zone of comfort because I don't know what the future holds. Does that make sense? It does. And honestly, it's the same thing that you said earlier too, that it's just like... But I, I also think it's something to be proud of, the fact that you've kind of made this little life for you that does make you feel safe and does bring you positive vibes, like the people in your life that you have are positive. Because I think it is important to note that you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Yeah. So if you are spending the most time with people that don't bring you joy, that bring you a lot of anxiety, it's going to leak into your life. And that's why I think it's so important to, let's say you have someone at your home that you just like you can't avoid and they're just like sucking the positivity out of the room, whatever. But then, you know, you make the other people in your life that much more important and you you try to spend as much time with them as possible to keep that, you know, positive. So like, let's say someone at the office is more on the negative side than someone at home you can keep more positive or your friends or whatever. If you have a friend that's really negative, try to, you know, have a conversation with them, bring things up, see if there's anything you can work on. Um, and if not, then, you know, it's it just not, might not be compatible. But making your happiness a top priority is something that we should all be striving for. And a lot of people don't realize that the little things you do throughout your day and even the people you surround yourself with have a massive impact on yes. your main happiness. Yes. And so it's things like that that, you know, and also getting out of your head, like you said. Yeah, it's just, getting, help a lot. just getting out of your head and like staying true to yourself, knowing yeah. who you are at the end of the day and what you're good at, like your strengths. And no matter what, no matter what anyone tells you, you just you stay true to yourself and you don't let these toxic people break you apart. Mm-hmm. With that being said, something that I'm proud of being more how I've become a lot more um, open and like confrontational, quote unquote, like I think the word is more like approachable. I'll, okay. I'll approach situations. I feel like confronting can have like a negative connotation towards it. Like it almost sounds like you're going in to like confront someone to like have a fight. 
It could also you know mean, I mean if someone is talking to you about something and normally in the past you've kind of shied away, now you're actually confronting the issue. Yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't have to be negative. Yeah. So that's obviously it's something that I really do still have to improve on, but um like one of my cousins who's like my best friend, we were actually like talking about this not long ago where she like brought it up to me and she was like, "You know, like sometimes I like she's like, I don't want to say something because I'm scared that maybe it's going to make you feel anxious or or you're going to be like in your head or whatever. But like she noticed that something was off with me and she was like, talk to me about it, though, Kyla. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and deep down, I was like, why am I struggling so much to like tell her something? Yeah. And she was like, no, talk to me. And then and it was like the most positive conversation. And like, I just felt so good after it. But yeah, so like, I mean, I still do need that like push sometimes, but it's something that I've also really improved on. Whereas in the past, like I would never want to say anything to disturb the peace to (laughs) anyone in my life. Even if I was like deep down, like suffering on the inside, I was like, no, I can't say anything. But um, I've gotten a lot better with that. I know. I even noticed it. Like there's been times where we've talked about things and like you don't walk away or you don't shy away from it like you'll actually have a conversation and it's like it's nice you know because it doesn't always have to be like people butting heads and like I need to confront you about this it's like no let's have a genuine conversation about how we're feeling and instead of being scared to talk about our feelings like let's work on things you know it's not it's not a big scary monster and I'm very proud of you for that my two next personal things kind of go hand in hand so I'm just going to say them both so the personal the two main things that I really want to work on are stop wanting slash needing everyone to like me and truly (laughs) truly stop caring about online hate or just opinions of other people in general because I feel like it has really taken over my life in 2022 like I was I find this happens to me when I'm in a kind of a bad place mentally then everything seems more negative and I like focus in on the negativity and although I I, like tried to always like look at the positive and like remind myself of what was good it was like I was so much in my head and then it was reflecting in my work and then people would like send me hate and it was just really hard to deal with all of that while I was also struggling a lot with stuff that I was going on personally in my life and so I think I was just like in a really big mental funk I always felt like I needed people to like me throughout my whole life like in school um, with friends family and that is so unrealistic like there's going to be people that do not like you and that's okay because that's actually a good thing if you have people that don't like necessarily like you um because it it means that you're being more authentic to yourself yeah because there are times where like I want to speak out about something I want to say something I'm like oh no like if I say something like this I'm gonna get so much hate for it and I just can't deal with it and I'm like you know what I'm gonna get hate for literally no matter what I say like I could talk about something that is about something as great as self-love and people are like well you do this or you do that so you're just you know a contradicting yourself or you're a hypocrite or blah blah and I'm like well I am a human but I'm also trying to promote you know that it's okay to have flaws it's okay to have them it's also okay to want to fix things for yourself if it doesn't bring you happiness like at the end of the day loving yourself is the most important thing and I would care so much if someone would insult me or would say something about me or my family or my friends and I'm like I would get so in my head about it and like that is just going to be gone for 2023 
I just do not want to focus on that. I will say what I want to say, speak my mind. And if people don't like it, then people just will not like it. And that's fine. And there's nothing I can do to change people's mind. And that like kind of ties in with the first thing of like, you just got to be honest with yourself and um, you can't change what other people think about you. Yeah. Um, and then and I feel like everyone at some point in their life tries to make everyone like them too. Yeah. It's, it is a common thing growing up. I just feel like <laughs> as someone in their thirties, I was like, Oh, I felt like I'd be like more established by now. And I just felt like this past year was a huge setback from where I was even just in 2020 after giving birth, I was like so confident and just in such a good, happy place. And now it's like, <laughs> are the postpartum blues hitting me? two years later like, <laughs> what's going on I was just like so miserable and like unmotivated and just struggling I think it's yeah. because I like had this idea of where I wanted my life to be and I focused on it so much and then it, when it wasn't working out I was like getting really in my head and being like well if this is not going to happen for me then like you know what is even the point of anything else and I was just like getting lost in this it was almost like self-sabotage in a way exactly and so I just was like and it's funny that I'm saying this now when like literally this past week was one of the worst weeks ever and I'm like oh hello okay hi January um (laughs) yeah just because there was just so much going on and not anything to do with work or anything online because I've been offline but it was just in my personal life so much stuff happened and I'm just like ah so today's a new day it's a fresh start and today is January 1st in my head. So we it, th- we always no, have time to start over. No, I think that even if it's been like one of, of the worst weeks, you should instead of being like, oh, today is, is day one, you should look back at the terrible week that you had and like try to learn something from it. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have even today. There's always going to be bumps in the road. Yeah. I was talking to Dan about it like on our way here because I'm like, oh gosh, I just... I was so motivated and excited to take this break from work and then like it was so busy and like so much stuff happened and I just feel like I kind of lost that spark that I had right before and he was like but it it doesn't matter because like January it's a great month to refresh but he told me at the end of the day Alex like you have control over what you do in situations and how you feel in situations. And like, yes, I think it's okay to feel your sadness and to feel whatever emotions you have, but how to act on it afterwards and how long you, you know, hone in on those feelings is in your control entirely. And so right now you can just say, you know what? I was sad. This happened. This sucked. And I feel sad, but I'm not going to let that ruin my day. I'm going to go and have a great day. And now I'm having a great day so exactly it's like it's just your mindset and I think for myself too if I'm really in a phase of like feeling anxious or worried um, or lost then getting out of the house and doing something that's either physical or you know good it's good and it kind of like you it'll make you feel good no matter what it is afterwards Mm -hmm. and then you're gonna feel motivated again yeah so I think it is so important to just get out of your head like we keep saying and just do things to I don't want to just say distract you because like that's not the answer long term but it is a good short-term thing like for me I went for a really long walk with the dogs this morning and I listened to a podcast that was really motivational and I just felt so much better when I got home and I was like wow yeah that just completely changed my entire mood um so yeah that is something that I want to move forward 
And this is the thing, Kai. So I was trying to think back on like all the things I'm proud of for 2022. And I was like, wow, there aren't that many. And oh my God, same. But then Dan was like, see, Alex, this is exactly how your brain is working. Oh my God, same. I was literally like for the past few days writing down things that I want to improve on. And I'm like, okay, what are things I'm proud of? And I'm like, <laughs> literally, like, what? I don't know. And and then I thought like what Dan told you was what I thought to myself. I'm like, see, this is my issue. Yeah. It's I focus so much on the negative things that I don't even realize all the positives. And it can be super simple. So when I was saying that to him, he's like, Alex, there are so many amazing things that you did this year, business-wise, personal-wise, like, and I was like, really? Why am I having such a hard time thinking about them? He goes, because you focus so much on, on the like negative. the negative, like you need to get out of this mind, mind yeah. frame, you know? And I was like, dang, it is so true. Like, He's for, right. For example, I rode 40, k- 40 kilometers on my bike literally for the first time. I started cycling a year ago in the fall. And then in the spring or like early summer, I biked 40 kilometers. Like that is was, crazy. I was so proud of myself. And I was like, wow, I cannot believe I did that. I was shocked. He's like, did you forget about that? I'm like, I did forget about that. Like that's a huge accomplishment i know he's like alex these are things that like you should when you do something you're proud of or you're excited about you should write that down you should make a list on your phone or somewhere also you put yourself through a situation that takes a lot of courage to go through and you were so mature and like strong about the whole thing and you fixed a huge oh yeah i know there's a lot of things that i have done that i just did not even I was like, oh, well, I have I to improve this. I could think of like this. 10 things right now that you should be proud of. But that's the thing is I could think of a lot for you. And so it's always... <laughs> we need to be more self-aware. Well, that this is like the perfect example of why I said I really need to focus more on the positive things because my brain is just automatically negative. And I think for a lot of people, it's like it's easier for us to think about our flaws and like not tell ourselves the good things. And that's why a lot of us are insecure and have feel, you know, self-doubt about a lot of stuff or feel um, self-conscious about our appearances or whatever is because we don't actually tell ourselves the things that we do that are good, that we love about ourselves, that we're proud of. So let's make a change. All of us together, people that are watching or listening or anyone that in 2023, this new year is about loving yourself more and reminding yourself of the accomplishments that you make even if they're really small like hey this week I got up every single day at my alarm and brushed my teeth first thing in the morning yeah like that's an accomplishment you know I've seen like things too where it's like how could I be one percent better every single day and like oh that's Tatiana didn't she start that series was it her yeah well I don't know if she's listening to this but if you uh follow Tatiana I'll I'll link her in the show notes but she has this series that she started on I think it was TikTok or Instagram or maybe both it was like is it like viral now because the video I saw wasn't her oh maybe she started a trend but it's one percent better every day like doing something that's one percent better so like I I saw or maybe it was a podcast I was listening to and the person was like even if it's something as simple as like you just make your bed every single morning mm-hmm and like that's the one percent better that you're doing and it's like after seven days you're seven percent better because yeah. you made your bed every single morning for seven days like just like small little things like that and then as time goes on you kind of like could add things and whatever so that way it's not like such a crazy change in your life all at once and you and like makes you feel like exhausted at the end of it yeah um you just like do like little things um but yeah I was like that's cool I like that I don't know why I just brought that up I don't know why either. I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> okay, so this uh, 
kind of ties into things that I was talking about before, but just like saying yes more often. So like getting out of my comfort zone is something that I want to improve on. So like, let's say I'm invited to a social gathering and it's during the week and I know I have to go into work tomorrow morning. I have to be up early. I normally say no because I'm like, oh, like I just, I'm not going to even enjoy my time because I know that I have to get home for a certain time and then I have to like, you know, like I have to wake up so early and whatever. So I say no a lot. So you're living in the future, not the present. Exactly. And I just need to start saying yes more often and doing more things for myself. Um, Because at the end of the day, my life doesn't revolve around work. Or other people. Or other people. So it's it's just, you know, like being around people more often. And yeah, um, I think it's good to, you know, also be aware, like if you if you have a hard time working, if you're really tired, then don't say yes to like every single social gathering every single day of the week. But if you're someone that is struggling with, you know, saying no a lot because you're always scared of like what Kyla just said, then it is a good idea to say yes. Say yes more often and like more self-care. Even like just saying yes to if like I meet someone and they want to like take me out for a drink or go for dinner. Like I got in like a a bad habit of just being like, eh, no, like I don't really want to go. Mm. um so just like saying yes more often with like stuff like that um and then also on the flip side saying no if something (laughs) makes me like if I genuinely don't want to do something don't feel pressure um, or yeah exactly like I just I won't kind of ties into what you were saying like not being scared to disappoint someone Mm -hmm. if the situation is just like I'm just really not down for it um but then I'm also proud of myself when it comes to that because I have been saying yes more often and I have also been saying no more often when I really don't want to do something as well that's good another thing that I really want to work on is be more present in person and don't force things so and also this goes in with my next thing which is take breaks without explanation so I always felt like with work and stuff if I okay for the longest time I was on every single day and you start to feel burnout. Like it's just a normal thing. If you're a content creator or any kind of artist, if you're doing it every single day and forcing things, you're going to experience burnout because it's not natural. And I used to feel like if I need to take a break a day off, I would be so paranoid that like it would affect my work so much and that I would, you know, I was working so hard to get to this level. I take one day off. Oh, now I'm all the way back down here. And realizing that's so first of all, unhealthy to think that way. And second of all, not true at all. And the first real break I took from social media was when I went away for my honeymoon. I completely went offline. I actually deleted all the apps off my phone and I just messaged my family and friends that I landed. Everything was good. And we just completely were offline. And it was amazing because when I returned, I realized nothing changed. Like there was no issue with that. And I was like, okay, I could take you know, some time off. Um, When I gave birth, I didn't give myself a proper maternity leave in the sense of like, I didn't really take on any brand deals right away. Um, I made sure everything was kind of done prior, but I was still showing up online every single day on Instagram. I was post, I literally posted my birth vlog like a few days after I gave birth. I edited the whole thing. Like I was exhausted and still working. So I just said, you know what? I'm, I need to, not do this because it is really affecting my mental health and so I started taking Sundays off completely off it was like the day of rest you know yeah (laughs) and then I would always have to explain like hey guys I took yesterday off like so sorry but and 
I remember people would be like, why are you even explaining that? And I'm like, because I feel like I have to. I don't know. I was like, why am I explaining that? That makes no sense because I don't need to explain if I'm going to be taking time off. Even with this break that I took, I like mentioned on, you know, on Monday is my, I'm taking, you know, two weeks off for vacation, blah, blah, blah. And I think it is nice to maybe let people know you're going to take an extended break, especially if people show up every day and they love your content. If like I was watching someone all of a sudden they just vanished and went MIA, I'd be like, oh, is everything okay? Um, but like, I don't have to explain anything, you know? Yeah. So if I wanted to take three days off during the week, I could just do that. If, you know, I had, if I didn't want to post on social media, I'm still working. Like I still do other things other than post. It's more just showing up online, that pressure that I would put on myself of like needing to do it every single day. And then if I'm not inspired, forcing it anyways. And it just, my content was such a mess this past year. As were a lot of people's, to be honest though, with Instagram changing so much and Instagram being my main source of income and my main my main thing, you know, with reels and it trying so hard to be something it's not, I was very lost in like what I want to do because I love TikTok, but I actually post almost different content on TikTok than I do on Instagram. Yeah. And I was trying to like, Basically, I would post my TikToks and then just repost them on Instagram. So I was like, oh, that's content, you know? And like, I'm not, I haven't posted in three days. Oh my God, I need to post something. So here's the reel because that's what I post on TikTok. Yeah. And it's like, no, I need to look at it as two different things, two different apps and not make them the same thing. And I, you know, I can once in a while repurpose something if I think it makes sense on one feed versus the other. But to yeah. put all this pressure, like it's just not healthy for me. And I don't want to get to a point where I literally just like delete Instagram for a good amount of time. So I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, I'm going into it with a healthier mind for 2023. And, you know, 2022 at the end was like very much a hustle period for me, which is great. And I was very proud of myself to be where I was. But I, moving forward, am going to, you know, be more selective with what I want to do and say no a lot more and also put a lot of time and energy into creating the content that actually brings me joy. Because I find when you're trying to do too many things, you're actually giving nothing. Yeah. Because it's so all over the place. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not saying you need to like have a specific niche, like 100%, but I think having the thing that makes you happy, then do that. Like, I started by doing hair tutorials on YouTube because I loved doing hair tutorials. I still do hair and I still like it. It's not my favorite thing. I'll show things once in a while, but that's not my niche, Yeah, you know? And so really focusing on what I enjoy in my life, what I want to share, what I want to bring to people and to be my most authentic self and not feel embarrassed, ashamed, nervous, scared to be that person. Yeah. Because I know that it's going to resonate with someone, whether or not they are a silent viewer or listener or whatever. And if they can relate, then that's literally all that matters because I have found so much peace from following people on social media. Like you, you have so many silent listeners, you know, like I've had my friends on multiple occasions message me being like, oh my gosh, this company that your sister's talking about is amazing. Like I just ordered from them and like, mm -hmm. I swear it's like, it's the best or like, um, oh, like I remember seeing on your sister's Instagram that like she was talking about this product. Can you message her again? Cause her story is like, mm -hmm. it's gone by now. Like I, I want to go and like get that product that so many times and like friends that like they follow you, but like, I don't think they message you ever or no. like comment on your things, you know, they just like your content and they like what you 
um promote so i mean even i think about myself as a viewer or as like someone who follows other people like there's people that i love and i cannot wait to watch their stories every day or listen to their podcast or whatever it is or even follow their tiktok and then like if they talk about getting hate i'm like what the heck like how could they ever focus on that because like i love them so much and i'm like please don't ever stop or please don't ever do this or please don't ever like take that seriously but like i'll never i'm i'm a silent viewer so I don't actually comment things. And I, I actually found myself wanting to be like, no, I should actually comment more positive things on people that I actually like because that actually is very helpful for the person. And I follow a lot of moms on social media as well that I learned so much of how I am as a mother because of these people. And it's almost like I want to like thank them for like my motherhood experience because they've helped it so significantly and so I before the break I actually started you know if I see people's posts or reels or even stories I'll like reply or I'll comment I'll say nice things because I want people I want them to see that yeah and to be like okay I'm actually what I'm promoting has value to someone because sometimes it could be hard I know from the other side of things when you're promoting stuff or you're talking about things and like all you see is like the negative yeah and it's like this is like not it's discouraging but like I said we are not gonna be focusing on that anymore yeah exactly okay something that I want to improve on Mm -hmm. is actually listening to my intuition and following it okay so I have very good intuition like I could meet someone and like within the first five minutes of talking to them I could just like read right through them are you ever wrong I've never been wrong with my when my intuition is like really speaking to me I've never been wrong but dang and like but then I'll like stay in a situation with someone where it's like I know this what this person is doing and like I won't like get out of the situation and then like oh. the thing ends up happening that I was like I knew it was that like it was happening the, the whole time but now it's obvious like now I know for a fact I was right mm. um so yeah, like just following my intuition. Following your gut. Ladies, you got to follow your gut always. Yeah. Always. Like, not even, not just, like I'm not even talking about um, like relationships. Like literally following your gut with anything. Like it could have to, it could be like work, friendships, um, any like business ideas or like just anything in general or like just knowing like for some reason, I feel like I was invited to go to this event tonight and I feel like I should really go to this event. I don't know why. Just like something is like telling me I need to go. I need to be there. So then you go and then you're like, you know, you realize like why your intuition was talking to you so much. You know? I feel like I'm lacking that like so much. Really? Yeah. There's so many times think, where I, I feel like I get blindsided. Are. I don't think you are. <laughs> I feel like I'm like, dang. I don't know. I've had I've had like people in my life in the past that like I would ask you for your opinion on that person and you'd be like I don't know there's something off with them like I just don't trust them and then Mm. I would get like screwed over by the person or like they would do something to hurt me and you'd be like but you didn't have intuition about them I did I was just just ignoring it it. okay Okay. that's the thing is that I I um make excuses for people too much and I try to uh see the good in everyone but it, like my intuition is always right always follow your gut feeling always so that's something that I want to improve on and then something you're proud of I've literally um, been forgetting to say what I'm proud of you didn't mention that last time no I don't think I mentioned okay what are you proud of 
let me think about it. Let me get back to you. <laughs> um, oh, I know. I know. Something I'm proud of is the um, the direction that I'm going to be taking uh, with like business mm. in this next year. There's things that I'm very proud of and I can't wait to get started. That's honestly really good. I, I could say the same, actually. I am. Um, but one thing I do really want to focus on is the fact that I have really implemented a healthy morning routine for myself. Oh. And that's something I'm very proud that I did. It was kind of more near towards the end of 2022. But I really got inspired with these, like, morning mini vlogs of I love other those m- types of videos yeah but I was watching other moms on TikTok doing I was like that is so cute and I was like I'm just gonna start recording my morning routine and I was like oh I actually have a pretty set morning routine that brings me a lot of joy same with my nighttime routine I was like you know how you start your day kind of sets up for the re- like how you start your morning sets up for the rest of the day yeah so I'm not saying if you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and that like wait you're gonna have a crap day doesn't necessarily mean that sometimes it's actually a blessing in disguise telling you to slow things down and to take things easy and maybe take a rest or a breath or a break or something but when you wake up in the morning and you have a specific routine that you follow and you do humans thrive on routine they just do and it actually is very very healthy for you mentally to have something to follow every single day and if you're making your healthy routine something your healthy routine if you're making your morning routine (laughs) something healthy then it's kind of setting up your every day and I know that's kind of counterintuitive because I was just talking about how this year was so hard for me mentally and I was like in such a negative space but that's why I'm saying at the end of 2022 I was feeling like really inspired with my morning routines and we can literally talk about that a whole other episode and go into like a deep dive of it but you know having a morning routine especially with a child makes things a lot easier for the rest of your day and I that is something I'm proud of that I started Um, good for you I need to have a either a nighttime routine or a morning routine you don't have either well no you don't have either I know you don't have either I don't I don't have like an actual routine but I started like somewhat having like a little bit of of a routine in my life like Every night now, I have an alarm on my phone that's like, take your biotin, take your B12. So it's like I take my vit- those two vitamins. Right. Um, and then I will always tell myself to get off my phone for like 30 minutes before I go to sleep. That is such um, – Can I? sorry to interject, but that is such a healthy thing to do. If, I ha- if you can break any habit right now, it would be do not go on your phone right before bed. Yeah. Take a break. Like yeah. the blue light, everything like that is just it, – it's going to interrupt your sleep like – there's we can go into this in a whole other episode but those are pretty much like the two things and to be honest like I'd be lying if I said I was not looking at my phone right Mm -hmm. before going to sleep every single night so it's like I'm kind of starting with a little bit of a routine but I'm gonna do like I'm gonna like slowly transition because if I do like a whole thing right away no no no. I'm gonna be like one small thing one small thing every week let's say like can people hear me hopefully okay <laughs> were you sitting really far back yeah because i was talking and i was oh all the way back but oh well sorry if you couldn't hear kyla for that one moment okay a really big thing that i need to work on for 2023 is mental no, health something you're proud of i just did what it oh was- you're <laughs> <laughs> guys can you tell that we're both like <laughs> what? so rusty <laughs> yeah we're, we're a little out of it it's okay um mental health work so 
the two main things that I really want to focus on this year is flying solo. I want to do a flight by myself and dealing with my emetophobia. If you don't know what that is, that is the fear of vomit. Kyle and I actually both have this phobia. Um, But I have a child and eventually at one point it's going to make its way into our home and I am so terrified for that moment and I it's very unhealthy it actually really affects my daily life like I feel like if you don't have emetophobia you don't actually understand how much it affects it because you're like well no one likes to throw up it's like no this is a whole other level this is beyond just not liking it like it it messes with your life I don't even want to get that deep into it but it's something that I really need to focus on for this year and work on because I don't want to be that parent that like literally runs away if it were to happen like or just not be able to deal with anything like that is just not what I want so that is my goal which I am terrified I feel like you've you've actually there's a few times I've seen you like with Arky in this past month because he's sick so he's coughing a lot um it doesn't bother me no but like he'll start coughing to a point where in my mind i'm like he's about to gag and throw up and you'll like put your hand there to cover his mouth and like you're not freaking out you're holding him you'll pick him up and comfort him and give him a kiss and whatever and like in my head i'm like wow good for her because like in my mind i'm like he's about to projectile vomit i'm gonna like evacuate the premises (laughs) i think for myself when it comes to my child i don't think i would react the same if it was me I'd be like, oh, this sucks. And now I'm probably going to get it. And then panic about that versus being there for him. But then like, at least you have that though. Because but I I've don't know. I've never been people. in situation, you know, yeah, knock on I've wood. Heard stories. Actually, I'm not even going to tell you the stories. Knock on wood. Yeah. So that is something that I am going to be working on. But mental health wise, this past year, honestly, was not great. So that's the one thing. Well, I guess... The one positive is that we like graduated from couples therapy um, almost a year ago, but I think we need to go back <laughs> just because not because there's like crazy issues with Dan and I. It's more like how we navigate things and when we go through different aspects of life and especially if you have a child and you go through different phases and you like don't know how to handle things. It's so nice to be able to talk to someone who is a professional and can kind of guide you through that properly without us being like, well, I really think this and well, no, I think that. And it's like, well, what do we do? You know, sometimes communicating with someone who's not emotionally involved is actually really helpful. Yeah. So I think Dan and I, we realized like literally this past week, we're like, yeah, we should probably start going back because now that Arkham's getting older and he's like, actually has a mind of his own and is now having a big personality and like wants to do certain things and we're kind of like oh I don't know what to do and like if we both disagree on something then how do we you know what I mean so yeah it's like it's a it's a good thing even imagine being a parent I feel like it's so hard oh my god it's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life honestly the hardest thing I've ever done it really but it's the most rewarding amazing special thing like I am very grateful for it yeah honestly like kudos to you and dan dan's an amazing dad like honestly sometimes i'm like and like you guys also have just like a really good kid by nature like of course you guys have done a lot with like Mm -hmm. the way that you've decided to raise him and all like the different you know like all the effort that you've put in to the way that you guys want to go about raising him and how you want him to be as a person but just also by nature he's like he's a good kid he's on the easier side but and like even at that i'm like i don't know how you like you guys are so patient the other night when you were putting him to bed and he was really upset and he didn't want the fan in his room 
and he was hitting it and like in my head i was like i would lose it really well like i was kind of getting frustrated for you guys oh internally i'm like i it i was like why is he smacking the fan i think honestly having a kid has made me more patient do you remember how impatient i was yeah, you were so impatient. Like, literally I the most impatient that. person of life. And being a, a mom now I is... forgot it. That was so long ago. I know. It was, like, 10 years ago. No, I was still bad even, like, before I... Really? Maybe before I was pregnant. No, I was honestly the most impatient person. Like, I had zero I'm, patience. I'm an impatient person, guys. But my sister was, like, next level. Mm-hmm. So bad. She couldn't <laughs> wait literally five seconds for something. It was like, no, we need to do this and we need to do it right now. And I'm like, okay, well, let me just go get this. We'll hurry up. Honestly, it like, it's still kind of a toxic trait of mine. <laughs> we'd be waiting in a line. You're like, what's taking so long? I'm like, we just pulled up. No, honestly, Kyla, like, I still, I find myself, like, doing it a little bit. Um, even really? literally today before we came here, um, I haven't been on social media, like I said, in two weeks. And I have all these pictures and stuff that I've been taking and, like, because I love to take content even if I'm not posting it. And... I was like, oh, I really want to take this one photo. It's, I think it's so cute. I was like inspired by something and I want to take it. And Dan's like, yeah, sure, no problem. And so he starts taking a picture of me and I'm like, okay, well, like my head's cut out and like I'm confused. Like, what is this angle? Like I was just, I wasn't being mean, but I was like, oh, can we like retake it? And I just kind of gave him an idea of like what I wanted. And um, he's also, mind you, trying to like be present with our child who is still sick and like wants comfort and so he's not wanting to like ignore Arkham at all and like be with me but Arkham's being like no read to me read to me so I'm like instead of just sitting there and waiting for Dan to finish the book I'm like oh I'm just gonna take my tripod and do it myself and he's like Alex literally you can wait like two minutes I'm like you know what you're right you yeah, know and I, I was like the little bit of me that like came back in of that in like impatient do you remember like, this this story i love i die of laughter when <laughs> you were in ireland with tess and pat and uh pat had told dan that he was going to propose to tess at this like castle or whatever but oh my god this know. is so funny i don't think i ever spoke about this you don't you didn't know and so like dan he started recording and like you thought he was taking pictures of you and he was but he was actually recording and because he knew that he had to like film the proposal yeah for pat but because you didn't know <laughs> he got you on camera getting mad at him being like dan film me film me what are you doing what are you I stop filming them what are you doing dan? a bitch i was getting so mad i'm like what are you do- literally in the video if you put on the volume and then i realize what's going on kyla and i'm like <laughs> the whole clip itself is like dan starts filming me and i'm like doing whatever and then he's like panning around i'm like okay he's trying to get like an artistic shot whatever and then he just keeps panning away and i'm like dan dan hello and he's ignoring me because he knows what's about to happen and i'm like dan what the fuck i'm like start getting mad at him and uh and then i realize pat gets down on one knee and then i'm like oh holy fucking shit and i start like freaking out but i was like oh my god i just ruined your video like prior to it is me literally <laughs> giving shit to dan because i have no patience oh but god. and i always asked him i was like why didn't you tell me He's like, because I knew you would let it slip. I'm like, there is no way I would let that slip. He goes, but you never know. He goes, Pat, he came to me in confidence. I am not going to like, like this had nothing to do with you, Alex. And I was like, you know what? That's actually really nice. Kudos to dad. Yeah, like that's so much really, really nice. For doing that. And, you know, even though I trust myself, maybe I would have slipped up and been like, oh, my God, are your nails done, Tess? Yeah. You know, yeah. actually, no, we went to get our nails done prior. So anyways, well, I maybe I probably would have said something. You never know. Yeah. Um, Okay, is it my turn? Yes, it is. Things that I want to improve on. Mm 
Um, my, I want to improve on my um, consistency and endurance when it comes to business. Ooh, I like so that. So I want to, um, obviously, if it's something that I'm passionate about, it's going to be a lot easier for me to stay consistent and, mm-hmm. you know, have a long drive like drive to like get it done and whatever and endurance like you're saying endurance um so that's something that I want to improve on um because I've noticed that like I'm the type of person where I kind of go through phases of feeling like really inspired and really motivated and then like so I'll like do a bunch of work and then like I'll like hit a point of just being like I have zero motivation Mm -hmm. I don't even want to like think about work all I want to do is like nothing I just I don't feel like thinking about work I don't feel like that's also natural though even if you are passionate but like I to an extreme you feel like I feel like I could improve on it it's not an extreme but I I do feel like I could improve on that okay so the last thing I wrote this is so funny I literally only got through my personal list not my business list, but it kind of goes hand in hand with my business. You okay. Know what I mean, but what I wrote is do what I love and love what I do because this is the thing. I this year really started to be like, you know, where is my business? Like, where am I going to take my business? You know, I always try to like look forward to see where I can grow or can I, I can improve whatever. Um, doing things like I starting my own brand or whatever it is, like, I always want to see where I can go but I always want to make sure it's something that I enjoy and that I love doing and it is also okay okay to start new things and it to go off in a different direction or for you to every few years if you want to start something new like it is okay you don't have to pick your career for the rest of your life at a certain age and you don't have to stick to something yeah and so this is the thing that I really got caught in is like okay well what if everything went to shit, you know? Because my brain, like, obviously goes there. And I'm like, I remember when I was in university, there were people in my class that were in their 40s. Yeah. Restarting a new career. Yeah. Like, because sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, I don't have a university degree. Like, maybe it is something that I can, like, look into doing classes and doing things to kind of further my knowledge on certain aspects of my life that, you know, obviously I'm very well versed with the business that I'm in right now, which is social media, marketing, advertising, all that kind of stuff. I've been in it now for almost 10 years. I kind of know the ropes, but I feel like I'd, I could always improve and educate myself more in a lot of things in different ways. And um, there's no harm in taking courses. There's also no harm in ever going back to school. There's no yeah. harm in starting a different career path. Like literally there is no harm in changing your life if it will bring you happiness. So I needed to get myself out of that mindset of like, what if it fails? Like, what if this? What if that? It's like, okay. Stop Stop second guessing. What if it does amazing? Stop with the self-doubt. Yeah. Like, what if it's amazing? What if it's the best decision I ever made? You know, imagine I never started my YouTube channel. Imagine I was like, oh, what if it like people make fun of me? So I just don't, I just never did it. Yeah. Like my life right now, that the fact that I own my own business, I started my own business from literally nothing. I'm able to have a partner who helped me with my business for years and now is able to take a step back and be a full-time stay-at-home father and pursue his own goals and dreams with what he wants to do because of the time that he has that allows him to have it because of my job. I would, my life would not be where it is if I did not make that decision to start a YouTube channel. So imagine right now I wanted to do something new, start a brand, start a business, start this, start that, whatever, quit my job and do something else. If I was like, well, what if it fails? 
and then I just never do it. Yeah. Okay. What if it does amazing? And also, like, it was so random, but, like, I was watching a Tom Holland interview, and he was like, the best way to grow is when you make mistakes. You're not growing and learning through, like, things that you've done right. You're really growing and learning when you make mistakes. So it's a good thing. Like, failure is a good thing. A hundred percent. And that actually ties in with my last thing that I want to say of, like, something that I'm proud of for this year is realizing that I can make mistakes. Yeah. And realizing that I'm allowed to fuck up, whether that's in real life or even online, and, you know, change my mind, contradict myself, you know, whatever, because I am a human. I'm not someone that's perfect. I cannot be perfect for somebody. So if someone loves my content for what it is and values it and values me, then that's great. That's all that matters. And if there's something I do that they don't like, that's also okay because every single person in my life does things that I don't like at at times. Yeah. Does that mean I'm not going to ever care for them? Or if they say something that I disagree with, I'm like, oh, sorry, I can't be your friend anymore. Like, yeah, no, it's not. It's I do not think, realistic. I do think there's a difference, though, with when you're following someone online. If if they're not adding value to your life, like if they're making you feel really crappy about yourself, then you definitely like should remove yourself from that situation. If you don't want to unfollow them, like if it's a friend of yours, um, just mute them. There's no harm in the in the yeah. mute button at all. I actually have muted a few of my friends in their stories just because of like certain things that they've posted. And there's no harm in that at all. I don't think there should ever be. And I'm just proud of myself for acknowledging that I don't need to have this pressure on myself. And I can go through funks and I can go through, uh, what is it they say? You need to have a a flop to have a sleigh. So I've never heard that before, but I know like it's pretty self-explanatory where it's like you need to almost hit rock bottom or go through something really tough to appreciate the good times and and like learn from it and like thrive and things will come to you yeah and, and life is a roller coaster <laughs> it's not consistently <laughs> like this i was like yes yes <laughs> um just yeah. like this you know exactly oh hold on dan is calling me two seconds actually there is one other thing that i want to talk about what um so I do I do get this question a lot it's like well you always talk about like your business what is your business and like I don't know why like it's not that I'm purposely tiptoeing around the subject. I just always figured it was like obvious. Like my job is social media. And I think that's more uh, apparent now in. People that- ask you that. Well, people like every time they're like, what is your business? Like what you always talk about like that you have your business and then like, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, you're an influencer. Yes. But also, and this is, this goes along with, with people that ask, like, what would you do if like, you know, all the social media apps failed or like, blah, blah, blah. It's like. First of all, social media has changed so much since I started. I started posting in like 2013, 2014. Oh my God, 10 years ago. Yeah. And so I, yeah, it's so crazy. So what it was then is not like it is now. And I've adapted, which I'll always continue to adapt because it's something that I love. Um, Like I said earlier, I'm not going to force things anymore. But if it doesn't come naturally to me, if I'm not enjoying it, I'm just not going to force it. Um. But I will continue to evolve. And also with my job, it's like any job that is, you know, something like if you're an actor, if you're an artist, it's not a consistent paycheck. It really depends on what you're doing, who you're working with, uh, brands you're partnering with. So if you are able to be smart about your decisions and like invest your money properly and have, um, you know, other forms of income, kind of passive income on the side, investments and stuff like that like I don't need to be worried as much about that because it's like 
if all else fails, I've made sure that I was smart financially to have like a little safety net so that I could, if I needed to start over and do something else, like it's never going to be something that, I mean, it's like if you lost your nine to five job, you know, if you lost your nine to five, whether or not you're, you own your own business, you work for someone else, you are an influencer, you're an actor, whatever. Like if you, if everything like quote unquote goes to shit, you can always start over. Yeah. It's never like, okay, well, your life's done. That's it. You know, like. I'm very grateful for that life I have. I worked really, really, really hard to get to where I am right now. I'm continuously working hard and wanting to grow and wanting to build. But it doesn't mean that I don't have other safety nets around. You know, just yeah. got to be smart about things. And yeah. I'll just evolve as things evolve. And that's all I have to say. And I'm very excited for this new year. I'm very excited for what's to come in 2023. Yeah, I have a good feeling about it. Me too. You know? No more self-doubt no more negativity we're all about being positive and ignoring the hate and remembering who you are yeah don't so, don't let anyone uh, suck the life out of you yeah um we love you guys so much if you want to go follow us on instagram it's tell me sis podcast as well as tiktok we obviously haven't really been posting much i actually don't even know what kyla's been posting because i haven't been on oh instagram. i haven't been posting much on uh well also my phone was messed up oh that's like i true. couldn't even type for god no i got a new phone so it's been a little rocky but that's where we're going to be posting all of our uh stuff like if you want to write in to the podcast and like be a part of some of the episodes like we always like read funny stories and like go over really like dramatic things so you can follow along there and if you want to give us a five-star review on uh the podcast app that would be much appreciated because it really does help us and on spotify it's just like a button you just tap um So yeah, it means a lot. We love you guys and we will talk to you or see you if you're watching on YouTube in our next podcast. Bye. Bye.